0: This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk here. And today I'm joined by the one and only, The Ginger F. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Doing great. I hope you're doing good, too.
0: I'm trying. We're hanging in there. But <laughs> this is about me. This is about you because you've been active. You've been active lately. You know, uh, we have Twitch. You're, you're on Twitch. You're doing your thing on Twitch. And, you know, you have a lot of cosplays, especially Akatsu, you already know, I'll let me put an insert picture here of just a great cosplay, you know, doing the <laughs> thing. So I want to dive into first and foremost, like w- what made you want to get into content creation? Because it can be a scary journey and it can be one that is, uh, you know, just it can be frustrating when you don't get the results, you want the likes, you want things like that. So talk to me a little about how you got into that.
1: Um, Well, I guess I have to start way back um, in middle school when I first got into anime. Um, I would go, I think I went to my first convention in 2010 and I actually cosplayed at my first ever convention. I've always been um, into anime, into video games, you know, all of those sort of things. And I didn't really think about trying to do content creation when it came to that like aspect until i downloaded tiktok actually and Mm. um it was awesome to see you know that the i guess the the anime fan base really went away but it was kind of nice to see such a cool close-knit community where people were just so accepting um had all this creativity flowing uh and i i thought it was really awesome and i was like hey i kind of want to be a part of that so I started um, just making a little short videos here and now, you know, I'm, st- I'm still working on growing that platform, but it's been really fun so far and I've, I've met amazing people. So that's just been um, one of the plus sides about it is honestly uh, the people that I've made from doing, co- or the people that I've met from doing content creating.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think that's a, you know, great point. It's, it's cool to see how far back, you, you know, your, your origin star in terms of just like kind of want to do this and like go into your first con because some people like myself people don't know this i don't know how but like my first con wasn't until like 2021
1: oh wow yeah.
0: so yeah i would never been to one before before that and so it's always interesting to see people who have been to many before me or at least one uh, regardless of the age before me because it, always nice to see like their perception on the whole the whole dynamic between that and i and I, I know you touched on a little bit but i wanted to dive a little deeper like what is it about content creation whether it's your your um, cosplay photos or your um your twitch streams things like that like what what about do you enjoy so much that you keep doing it even days where you don't feel like doing nerd per se or maybe days where it's a little frustrating we don't get the audience you want etc
1: um it's just a really great outlet for my creativity you know being um in A couple years ago and then going on to like my post grad job, uh, I was working for the government, it was really, really tough and and getting to come home and create um, content just genuinely made me happy I was able to let my creative side uh, shine a little bit more that I hadn't been able to tap into as much during that time period and um, it really just made me happy. It would be, you know, I'd have a really bad day at work or a really bad day at school. And I would just come home um, cosplay and I would really enjoy, you know, getting the reactions and the comments, you know, that's not the, the, the whole reason why you do it, but it's nice that I was just kind of like, Hey, I'm going to do this for me. And then it's the other people are kind of like into this too. They're also enjoying it.
0: No, that's good. And I feel like I can definitely agree with you know, sometimes those nine-to-five jobs or I don't even sometimes, most of the time, nine-to-five yeah. jobs don't give you the ability to really insert your creativity in who you are. Even if you're even if you in a creative field, uh, as long as you have clientele, or least you're not making it for yourself. You can never truly do what you would like to do with the content. You always kind of have to tailor it to other people, which I understand, but it's definitely not always great for one's personal creativity in that way. Especially if you're, there's a lot of like, Uh, Limitations of what you can do, and so I know that you take Mm -hmm. you're you're very comfortable in front of the camera. I've seen you take photos at Katsu, or you know I'm sure at many other Mm -hmm. cons. I've seen your cosplay history. What makes you so comfortable in front of the camera? Like, how did you? Was always natural to be comfortable in front of the camera, or is it something you had to build up towards uh, over time? Well,
1: I actually, I guess. I started modeling when I was 14, but I honestly started modeling back then as a way to boost my confidence. Cause I had really low mm. self-esteem. Um, I was really hard about myself, but you know, I'm, I'm six foot, I'm a ginger, hence the ginger half. And um, my friends and family always told me, you know, Hey, you should get into modeling. You should try this. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And um, I actually, I still model every now and then, but uh, in high school, that was like my main source of income. Wow. I was uh, modeling constantly. I'm uh, from Atlanta. So I did a lot of work in Atlanta. I actually got to model some internationally in 2016. I spent the whole summer in Milan, Italy, uh, modeling there and working there. So it, it has its, you know, problems. The modeling industry is a whole nother topic to get into another day, but um, you know, the I guess all the photo shoots and the runway and stuff like that really helped build my confidence and as I stopped modeling more and started getting into cosplay and things like that I'm like well this is another I guess kind of similar avenue of that that type of thing but now it's more in my hands like I get to pick Mm. the the clothes that I want to wear. Now I get to do the hair that I want to do and the makeup that I want to do. And honestly, cosplaying even makes me feel a little bit more confident than being involved in the modeling industry. Cause there were so many people that had their two cents that they could put into things, but now it's all me, you know, like I get to put out what I'm happy with. I get to choose what I want to do and what I want to show and what I want to put out into the world. So that, I guess that's kind of where my comfortability in front of the camera came from.
0: Now, I think that's amazing because I, I can only imagine what that industry is is like and what it can do. Again, it breaks at least in my opinion, I feel like it breaks people down more than I guess end up like yourself, how you can build confidence through it. Cause it's 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 really tough, especially the younger you are and how much uh,
1: absolutely
0: yeah, how much can go through that. So I think that's amazing that you're able to take. So much positivity from it, and yeah. able to find your way through uh, those experiences, and then use that into into your content. So, was it was the transition like? What was the transition for yourself like in terms of like slowing down or stopping like that? I guess you could say traditional modeling to more of like mm-hmm. your own type of oh, I can you know control what I want to what I want to eat first and foremost, or like what I want to mm-hmm. what I want to drink, or what I want to cosplay as, or Like I don't have to. Go to wherever these people want me to go to like what was that transition like
1: um it was it was difficult honestly I can say uh I started college in the fall of 2016 so like mm-hmm. as soon as I graduated high school in the spring of 2016 like I immediately left went to Italy and did it constantly for the whole entire summer so after that I was pretty burnt out to be honest um so transitioning to college made it a little bit easier you know um I wasn't working as much. I was uh, not taking jobs anymore. I was like, I've had enough for a little while. Let me focus on this. But then I did miss being in front of the camera a little bit too. So I guess TikTok was a nice outlet for that when things could also be in my control because the modeling industry is horrible, honestly. It yeah, really is. And percent. And I I really love seeing kind of if you want to call it like the cosplay side of the modeling industry how how cool that is how much body positivity there is how much embracing yourself and being able to be truly confident because when i was doing i guess the regular modeling i never truly felt confident you know people are always picking out little things here and there that like they have a problem with or they would see as an issue even though it's not really an issue but modeling standards are completely horrible um so it was nice to be able to see all of these people I guess just so happy and content, and I was like, "Dang, I really want to get to a place where I can feel that way too." Which sounds silly from being involved in modeling for so long, but cosplay modeling is absolutely a hundred percent more fun, uh, more positive, and built my self confidence way more.
0: I, I I can definitely agree. I feel like as someone who does stand up and really used to be like in the in the clubs and like trying to like really get my little five minutes, three to five minutes here and there, and grind it out. And like <laughs> <laughs> dealing with like all the kind of negative aspects that come with it in terms of like, I was, I started out very, very, very young. And so to deal with like full grown people, men and women and otherwise who like, you know, it's, it's just, it can, it's, it's very tough and you, you meet some very uh, let's just say interesting people. And so it could really make yeah. or break a young <laughs> comics uh, perspective. So that's why I liked I fell in love more of the writing aspect and the performing in terms of stand-up anyway. Uh, I like the acting and uh you know being able to like write the jokes out and see see myself or other people do them. So I, you know, and then transitioned like more to TikTok and YouTube and stuff over the last like decade for me, uh, become a YouTuber first, way before a TikToker and like do all these different things. I really like the aspect of controlling what you have and control your own narrative in a way and being able to really embrace and hold yourself accountable for what you want to do or what you do and I think that's like really really powerful and so I'm I'm curious we you know you do the modeling thing and then you do the TikTok and you have the cosplays which are amazing again by the way (laughs) when it comes to now Twitch when did the the twitch fever dream star when did when did hey I need to get into this twitch thing and get my twitch bag Like Mm -hmm. when that's when that happened
1: um it happened when the adult world started to hit me a little too hard I had this (laughs) job that I was really really unhappy with um it was fulfilling to a certain degree, but you know, I just felt like I wasn't tapping into my creativity to the maximum and I wasn't doing stuff that genuinely made me happy. Cause you know, they say once you find a job that you really love that you're passionate about, like going to work is never a bad thing. And I've been gamer ever since I could hold a controller ever since I could like climb my little body up to my computer back in the early 2000s and play some little PC games you know if there was any multiplayer game online I was on it as, as the, at the start of like 2000 on from that point um and so I've always had a passion for video and I was always so envious of Twitch streamers. And then all of my, all my friends in college, you know, all my close friends and even my family, my family is super supportive of it too, which is awesome. But they're like, Erica, you're so good at video games. And this sounds silly, but you're like a girl who's really good at video games. Like, I think that you could have like a pretty good sit, like career or a pretty good opportunity in doing this. You know, everybody was like, well, I'll watch you. I'll watch you. And I was just like okay, let's, let's give it a shot. And that's, that's kind of been the hardest thing for me so far is, you know, when it came to like cosplay and TikTok, that was kind of in my hands, you know, you control the pictures, you can control the videos, but Twitch was a little nervous to me. And it's still, it still does make me a little nervous because I've never really done any of like the live streaming type of thing. Um, So Twitch is still very new to me, but I wanted to be able to make, I guess, a career or at least some side income off of of being able to play video games because that's something I'm actually really passionate about
0: so speaking of passion about video games <laughs> um you know I, I'm just you know we're just I'm just throwing it out there you know y'all 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 correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> I'm <just curious. laughs> so what what is your favorite video game out of all of them that you've played which one's your favorite and why is it NBA 2k
1: out of all of them <laughs> uh, Um, I, I do, I do love some 2k, but I would have to say, I don't know if this will count, but, um, the, like all of the Assassin's Creed series is my favorite time because I've played every single Assassin's Creed game and I've a hundred percent completion on all of them. But I guess if I had to pick one yeah, one specific Assassin's Creed game I would pick Black Flag because that was not really a popular one, but the very uh, first Assassin's Creed game that I played, so it really started my—I uh, guess it was a catalyst for my love of Assassin's Creed.
0: Black Flag, you just had to say it. So I know. <laughs> okay, so since we're since we're ranking Assassin's Creed games, mm-hmm. uh, what is your top three?
1: Whew. And see, also Black Flag is coming from, like, nostalgia aspect. You have to keep that in mind for, for mm-hmm. favorites. But we're, oh, it yeah, might not sure. be the best,
0: but. Oh, no, no, no. this <laughs> is your list. You know, we're never going to judge you. I, only I love
1: Assassin's Creed 2 with Ezio, obviously. Um, that's a great one. I have to put Black Flag in there. I have to. I'm sorry to everybody out there. Um and I really love, I guess to tie up the third, it would have to be either Syndicate or Origins because those were both really great like new gen Assassin's Creed games.
0: Today's sponsor is RiceUpAnime.com. Did you know Asylum Voice, one of the best anime films I've seen had a manga? Well, RiceUpAnime.com sent your boy a copy of the collector's edition and my goodness, this thing is gorgeous. Not only are the panels incredibly detailed, There are some panels that are so detailed, I just feel like you can't copy them animation. That's why you need this manga. And the cover for the complete collector's edition is, quite frankly, one of the best covers I've ever seen in manga, especially for a collector's edition. So what are you doing? Use the link right now, head over to riseofanimate.com, and start your manga buying journey today. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's interesting. That's interesting. But you said two of them. So which one? Syndicate or Origins? Yeah. Which Which one out the both?
1: Origins, Origins. It's got to be Origins because I just love that one. That one was phenomenal.
0: That's respect. I respect mm-hmm. that. So, so no love, uh, for for Assassin's Creed Three. No love.
1: I do. That one is a good one. That one's very good. But, but for if we're going top three, I think it would be it would be in the top five, but not the top three.
0: <laughs> so you have Black Flag. No judgment right you have, you have black flag at it's up one. there
1: for me it's really if we're if we're if we're group being in nostalgia it's number one but if we're if we're letting go of nostalgia <laughs> it's assassin's creed 2 is number one for me and then black flag after that i love me a good pirate ship that was the first assassin's creed game where the ships were introduced to so that was that was a very big moment for them
0: so you? Oh no, you do watch One Piece. Okay, never mind. Uh, so I yeah. feel like I feel like for me it has to it has to be uh it has to. Be, you know, it's funny you say it's Assassin's Creed Black. I have some I have something. I, you know, I'm not I'm going i not going to spoil it. I'm going to just take a photo of it. I'm going to post it on Instagram. And I'm gonna tag you in it just to see your reaction. So we'll just do that. We'll watch this in the future. Perfect. You know, Perfect. Hilarious for me. It'll be hilarious for no one else but me. <laughs> Let's put that spoiler
1: way. spoiler alert already
0: <laughs> but uh what's it called yeah so I feel like I don't know what it was about Assassin's Creed Black Flag for me that I disliked it so much but I'm not saying it's a terrible game it's just I actually liked the <laughs> story I just couldn't play it I think I wasn't I just wasn't the ship's person and obviously that was like a big, component. it's it's a big
1: rage game. It's a big rage game. There was definitely some there days where I was screaming and throwing my controller on the ground over certain. And like ship battles, a hundred percent.
0: See, just like me with uh kingdom Hearts too. So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it comes to I think I have to put like Assassin's Creed two, because I just think. I, I don't I, I'm not I guess I'm not too much into like video game discourse because it gets insane. Yeah. But I feel like at yeah. least from the outside of it, I don't really see too many people talking about Assassin's Creed 2 like it wasn't the best mm-hmm. game of the decade. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just right. saying valid, it's okay.
1: valid.
0: <laughs> um but so Assassin's Creed 2 has to be number one for me. And mm-hmm. then I have to I almost want to put Assassin's Creed. I almost had to put okay, I'll put Assassin's Creed three at number two because I just think mm-hmm. it was a surprising story. I forgot what happened between Assassin's Creed two and three in terms of like how many are what games came out between them. Mm-hmm. I think Revelations, maybe, and some other stuff. So maybe so it was like Assassin's Creed 3 was like the one where they're like, hey, we need to stick the landing. And I wasn't sure, but I was like, oh, this is pleasantly surprising. What story this was, and I really liked Connor. And then at number three, <sighs> Syndicate was the very and nothing against erica here it was a very, <laughs> syndicate was a very like middle of the road game for me because it wasn't bad it wasn't no, ours mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible but wasn't like oh yeah this this filled my appetite for assassin it was better than unity mm-hmm. i think almost i think i hope we can both agree
1: i did not like unity unity okay. would probably mm-hmm. outside of the is it the, what's the one where it's like it's an assassin's creed game but it's not it's like the one that has the girl from china the guy from uh, russia and the about. guy from india and it's like the little 2d that's my least favorite assassin's creed game because i feel like that doesn't even count but um that's definitely if you want to talk about like actual assassin's creed game that's a of the list for me
0: yeah i feel like i don't know what it was about you unity was just a Unity. i felt like they really just wanted to test out that multiplayer form they had took away the versus stuff and made it the co-op missions and then they didn't care about the story or anything like yeah, everything else was weak
1: it was so bad it was so bad Mm. and I was so excited too because I I was I thought they they could have done something great with that and it just wasn't it flopped so bad for me
0: what about the what was the the recent one Bahala Bahala?
1: okay so I have Mm. a sad Mm -hmm. story this story breaks my heart about Valhalla I that's the only game I didn't get to complete because my xbox decided to die on me while I was in the middle of playing it and my xbox is still broken and I'm too afraid to get another xbox because I was at like 60 or 70 percent completion of Valhalla and I don't want to start from scratch over again but that's the only one I didn't get and I was loving it it was so good it was so good
0: we didn't didn't Uh, Maybe, uh, I know PlayStation does it, but Xbox doesn't have like a cloud save thing. I
1: don't know. It might. I'm just, I'm scared. And so I haven't bought another Xbox yet because it It probably does, but I'm scared.
0: That's so funny.
1: (laughs) Because that's also the only Xbox One I've ever owned. And so it's like my little baby because I only ever had one 360 and one Xbox One. And so I'm like, these are my little babies. I still have my 360. So it's like, I don't want to get rid of you.
0: (laughs) That's that's so fun. That reminds me, like when I played God of War, um, the recent God of War game, and then I got a new PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. and then at the time, and then it didn't take over, it didn't switch over my my save stuff somehow. Mm-hmm. I know I selected it, but it didn't, it didn't transfer over, and I did I never beat the game, and while like, cause I wanted to go like go beat the game, I was like, yeah, I'm really excited, man. And then I went to go do the menu thing. Mm -hmm. And all I could do is new game. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah, see,
1: that's what I'm scared of. That's what I'm scared of. But it was very good. I really loved that one. I was really Mm -hmm. enjoying that one. And that one probably could have made it in the top five if I would have gotten a chance to, like, finish it out. But I will say, I do have to say this, too. If we're going, I didn't like... Assassin's Creed 3's um gameplay very much but storyline storyline is in the top two storyline is in the top two for me
0: Hey, anyway, we got beef now but besides that um <laughs> we got we got we got the beef story now, was
1: amazing that was my favorite part of of that game like I was I was waiting for the cutscenes to come up every single time because they were that good
0: just avoid twitter when we, when we get off of here so that's fine Valid. the last the last I can believe you just said that the last question um to tie it all up here <laughs> besides your blasphemy is um you know you play video games and you loved it <laughs> and you played for a long time you're definitely a gamer so I'm curious like what is it about video games that you love so much like what gravitates you towards so many uh different games that you play like what what is it about the element is it the you're able to like watch but interact with the story is it just a rage moment i don't know if you're a call of duty fan or what you do but you look like a, you look like you would be a heavy call of duty a duty gamer but that's neither here nor there so i'm a call of
1: Duties? duty's zombies gamer i'll put that out there i'm a
0: wait okay okay hold on that's important that's important. So
1: i'm not i'm not an actual cod gamer
0: <laughs> which which okay what, what zombies do you play what's on which, which uh, game do you play zombies on um
1: the one that i played the most uh was modern warfare 2 back in the oh, day yeah. on the 360 that was i have that map memorized <laughs> still day like i can close my eyes and see myself going through it but um what was the most i i can't think of it right now what was the most recent uh call of duty game that came out
0: the recent was Vanguard
1: because that one that one i didn't buy it but xbox had like a little um pre-trial where you could play it for like a week and i t- up zombies on that one for that whole week that I had to, that I could play it I went crazy on that map
0: I didn't buy a Vanguard this is the only Call of Duty I own right now mm-hmm. um Cold War I haven't gotten to play the zombies on it yet which is a shame I need to because I bought mm-hmm. it so if you have this uh I don't know if they have cross compatible play or whatever but if you have Cold War we, we need to play yeah. zombies.
1: I'm just I'm gonna turn into a PC gamer at this point I guess because I'm too afraid to get another Xbox. Because it makes me sad. <laughs>
0: that's that's why that's why, you know, we you know, I'm not sponsored by them yet, but mm-hmm. you know, we just we just enjoy our consoles on this side, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We just enjoy mm-hmm. it. That's all I'm saying. Nothing against Xbox. Uh, but you know, it's just a mm-hmm. master race type thing. So uh yeah, but I think I think uh video games are really cool and I think the aspect of being able to play them is so gripping. And I know that you know, besides besides Call of Duty, I kinda know I cut you off. So what, what is it about? Mm-hmm gaming that you are just like yeah this is something that I I, is a great hobby of mine I would love to make some extra coin on it and I just overall enjoy it. whether I'm in a good mood bad mood like what is about being that keeps you hooked
1: I guess what got me initially hooked at the very beginning is video games was one of the like number one things that I did to bond with my dad when I was a little girl. Um, I can remember like in elementary school, me sitting like in his lap and us like being at the computer together, like playing through games together. You know, if I would get stuck at a part, he would help me out, but he would kind of like let me take control. And so I have really fond memories for me and him of doing that. And I think that's kind of what bled over into my like love for it to continue on is he, he really introduced me to how fun they could be. And uh, I just kind of took that and ran with it at that point. Um, And him and uh, my uncle, my dad's brother, they were always um, kind of my motivation. When it came to video games, my uncle would always poke at me and be like, oh, you're a girl. Like girls aren't any good at video games. You know, those kind of stereotypical little clapbacks. And, you know, me just being a little kid, I'm like, I'll show you that I'm good at video games. Um, So it was kind of like I had something to prove to them a little bit too. Um, And it's funny now because my... My dad and my uncle watch me every time I go live now, you know, they're in my chat, like, tell me I'm still not any good at video games. And I'm like, you just saw me get all those kills. So you're just playing with me now. But, (laughs) Um, and I guess it's, I love playing with other people. I love, of course, you know, Assassin's Creed isn't multiplayer and that's my favorite of all time, but I love uh, the community that uh, video games and how it can bring people together. I love playing with other people. Um, I have lots of friends all over the country and all over the world, even. So it's really cool that video games can bring us together when distance can be so far apart. Um, and I, I am a rager. I'm a pretty bad rager. So you don't
0: say. You don't. Oh, so, uh,
1: the rage uh, keeps me pushing through the games, <laughs> so I can finally have that moment where I was like, "I did it." And I know we've had this conversation about Kingdom Hearts, though. But Kingdom Hearts is like the the one game that I've raged so hard at that I've never been able to finish a single one of them because I get so angry.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. I I feel you. I feel you heavy. One day, uh, if my Twitch fam is watching. I will. I will fucking. I'll finish the game. <laughs> uh, but yes,
1: I will be there. I'll be there.
0: <laughs> thank you. I need the moral support because I'll cry. Uh, but thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about, you know, your modeling journey and your, your cosplay journey and how comfortable you are from the camera, and how you did that. Cause I feel like a lot of people will be able to take from that and use that in their life, even if it's just a piece of it. Uh, where can the people find you out there on the interweb?
1: Yeah, of course. And thanks for having me on the podcast. It's been super fun. Um, I'm, I'm, at the Gingeraffe, basically on every every single social media platform, um, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at the Gingeraffe, and my Twitch is XO Gingeraffe. That's the only one that's different. But I have link trees in all my social media bios, so if you ever get lost, you can usually find your way through there.
0: <laughs> there we go. And and Erica is a professional, and I mean this wholeheartedly with my complete chest, a professional hater. For Assassin's Creed (laughs) 3, let it be known. Okay.
1: Uh, Okay.
0: And I love Connor,
1: though. I love Connor. Connor got my love.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. There's there's (laughs) no saving you. So you can find me on all social media platforms at wholesome underscore monk. And if you listen to this podcast or you watched it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.